Welcome to another Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. I created the show with the intention of empowering others to help and love themselves. Aside from weekly skin tips, you will hear me spotlight extraordinary souls from around the world who are making a difference by helping people in their own way. Together, we can all make a difference, and it starts with love, love from the hip. Hearing is a collaborative effort made by our bodies. It not only includes our sense of sight, but recently it has been discovered that it includes our sense of touch as well. It turns out that our skin has many mechanoreceptors similar to those found in our ears. The way in which we hear involves sound moving through the air as vibrations are being caught by the outer ear. These vibrations then move down the ear canal through the middle ear into the inner ear. Here the vibrations are converted into electrical signals that travel along the nerves to the brain. The brain then deciphers what is making that sound, where it is coming from, and if we need to worry. These sounds not only come into our ears, but they also come out. The sensory cells of the cochlea pick up the vibrations and add more vibrations of their own, which bounce out of the ear much like an echo. These are called autoacoustic emissions and are often used to test our hearing. Also, the longer it takes for the sound to come back from the ear, the more frequency-selective the cochlea is, and therefore the more different the patterns of nerve firings are in response to different frequencies. And humans have better frequency selectivity than most species. We are also able to separate sounds and tell similar sounds apart. Humans can sense sounds at frequencies between 20 and 20,000 hertz, while moles and elephants can sense sounds below 20 hertz, also called infrasound. Cats and dogs are upwards to 40,000 hertz, and bats and dolphins have ultrasonic hearing, sensing frequencies up to 160,000 hertz. The unit of hertz measures a cycle per second and was named after its founder, Heinrich Hertz, who in 1830 had successfully proven the existence of electromagnetic waves. Nikola Tesla said, If you want to find the secret of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And everything around us emits a frequency. And while not all frequencies are indeed visible, most are easy to feel. In fact, the solfeggio frequencies are said to penetrate the conscious and subconscious mind and help our overall mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. They were used by early Roman Christians and Gregorian chants and in ancient Indian Sanskrit chants. In the 1970s, they were brought back into public awareness by Dr. Joseph Paleo. Paleo unraveled specific frequencies and their healing. Some of these include 528 hertz for transformation and DNA repair, and 639 hertz for promoting love, communication, and reconnection in relationships. In 2018, a study conducted at the Medical University in Japan proved Paleo's theory. Findings revealed that music tuned to the frequency of 528 hertz significantly reduced stress in both the endocrine and autonomic nervous system within just five minutes of listening. Another study in the Journal of Addiction Research and Therapy found that 528 hertz reduced the toxic effects of ethanol on cells, which is the principal ingredient found in alcoholic beverages. In the 1980s, biochemist Dr. Glenn Rhine studied the impact of different music, including Gregorian chants, Sanskrit chants, classical, and rock on human DNA. Rhine measured the rate of UV light absorption, which is an essential function of healthy DNA to assess the effects of each type of music. Rhine found that the Gregorian and Sanskrit chants had the most positive healing effects, increasing UV light absorption between 5 to 9%. Rock music, however, actually decreased UV light absorption, harming DNA. Since the early 18th century, famous composers like Bach and Mozart tuned their orchestras to A4, which translates to anywhere between 400 Hz and 480 Hz. It wasn't until 1910 when Chicago inventor and musician J.C. Deegan helped convince the American Federation of Musicians to formally adopt the 440 Hz as a standard pitch for all orchestras and bands. Many believe, however, that music would generate more positive healing if A were tuned to 432 Hz instead, 
a frequency which reflects the ratios of the sun, earth, and moon, as well as the procession of the equinoxes and the Great Pyramid of Egypt, Stonehenge, and other sacred sites. Aside from the healing power of the frequencies around us, it is our internal vibration which is the most beneficial and powerful. This is our very first reaction to fear, pain, hunger, and isolation, and it tends to happen at birth. It is our voice. Our voice allows us to communicate our feelings and is largely instrumental in boosting our immune system and reducing stress, largely because of the connection between our vocal cords and our nervous system. It is the vagus nerve, which regulates not only internal organ functions such as digestion, heart rate, and respiratory rate, but also throat and vocal cord functions and voice production as well. The vagus nerve is activated when you are feeling compassion or empathy. It triggers the fight-or-flight response, sending information from the gut to the brain, essentially giving you gut feelings. Whenever we silently turn inward and check in with our inner voice, we activate the nervous, the vagus nerve and light it up like a Christmas tree. The same as when we connect with the frequencies around, of the world around us. It is said, and I quote, A seed grows with no sound, but a tree falls with huge noise. Destruction has noise, but creation is quiet. This is the power of silence. Grow silently. End quote. Today on Love from the Hip, it is my pleasure to have Eliana Gilad on my show. Eliana is a motivational speaker healing voice mentor, and founder of Voices of Eden Ancient Wisdom and Healing Music Institute. Eliana will share how she came to connect with her inner voice and the journey it has taken her on. Plus, she will reveal wisdom from her latest book, Emerge Triumphant, Thrive Through Uncertainty, share a healing voice activation, and so much more. So don't go anywhere. There is more love from the hip coming your way. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium, to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R. Taking care of your body's largest organ can be difficult, but not for Astera Skincare Mist. This topical skin spray supports your skin's own natural healing defenses. Astera Skincare Mist is a light misting spray, free of parabens, alcohol, toxins, and fragrance. This all-natural topical skin spray will take the woe out of your skincare worries without clogging your pores. Irritation, inflammation, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, no problem. With Astera Skincare Mist, you can continue about your day without the skin dismay. Acne, rosacea, psoriasis, sunburns, rashes, and fungus? Don't let these skin concerns inconvenience you. Instead, let Astera Skincare Mist allow you to be happy in the skin you're in. Available at Sakura Skin and Mind. Learn more at asteracare.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-A care.com. What would it be like to deeply remember the secrets of your soul so that you can travel the unknown with confidence and genuinely sit back, relax, enjoying life without all the everyday worries? I'm Jen Dushin, a mystic mentor who guides you to align and amplify your soul's true mission. Get healing, clarity around your next steps, release unresolved guilt, agreements, and karma so that you can fulfill your purpose and reach your utmost potential while experiencing true freedom. Awaken the soul power within you today with me, Jen Shen. Learn more at gendushen.com. That's J-E-N-D-U-C-H-E-N-E.com.
Your skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U. URA skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe and share my podcast, Love from the Hip. That's HYP, anywhere you can find podcasts. Today, I have the pleasure of having Eliana Gilad on my show. Eliana is a motivational speaker, healing voice mentor, and founder of Voices of Eden, Ancient Wisdom, and Healing Music Institute. And so Eliana is going to start us off with a healing voice activation, and you may want to refrain from operating any heavy machinery or driving and sit in the silence. Is there anything else you want to add to that, Eliana? What you're going to experience is the embodiment of that. I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to be doing anything. I'm going to be uh, connecting to the source of the sound, which is in the silence behind it. And there's nothing for you to do except sit back, relax, and allow yourself to receive. And what's very, very important is the research that we conducted upon this ancient healing voice approach is that it's actually in the silence after the sound that its power is most potent. So I know we're on radio and we're, you know, on radio we're like, you know, sound bites. So that's what you'll be used to hearing. And it's going to be really, really cool for you to, after I finish, have some moments of silence. It'll be even, the power will be even more punctuated. And Sakura, I'll give you like when the, the, the reason being is that the, the sound waves will penetrate more deeply. So I'll, I'll give you a little signal on my hand when, Sounds okay, good. fantastic. Well, thank you for that. And I have to ask, were there any divine messages coming forward in that activation? What a great question, Sakura. Is it Sakura or Sakura? How Sa do you pronounce it? Sakura. 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 So when you connect to the source of all, then, you know, that's the place of just being. And so it's beyond any message. <laughs> That's very profound. Absolutely. Thank you for that. And you have a very lovely voice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. We all do. 
So I have your book here with me, Emerge Triumphant, Thrive Through Uncertainty. When did you come to write this book? Oh, that's such a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Because this book is the, this book is part of an evolution of, uh, the last two books. The last book was Miriam's Secret, Revealing the Ancient Wisdom of Feminine Leadership. And that book was the, not continuation, but the evolution from the book before, which is um, Quiet in the Eye of the Storm, Living Peace in a War Zone. And all of that work (laughs) is a, a repository of 30 years of walking, you know, of listening inside and, and walking this path one one step at a time, not learning it, not thinking about it, not studying it, studying it from the inside out by living it. And um, this particular book, Emerge Triumphant, Thrive Through Uncertainty, is given, you know, given the pandemic and, you know, in light of humanity being shut down for a few years and having lived for more than 20 years in the Middle East through three wars and social unrest and displacement, thriving through the uncertainty and emerging triumphant and having over these last 30 years worked with, I I don't even know how many at this point, well over 10,000 professionals, conscious professionals, that with this book, I really wanted to expand it and have so many voices be heard because in our day-to-day, there's such fear, you know, that's an anxiety at epidemic proportions and people feeling so disconnected from their authentic expression and people doubting their, you know, their own voices, because all you have to do is not that it was really different before, but it's just so, so um, accentuated today of, you know, of divisiveness and, you know, fear mongering that I really wanted to make it a point to express my own voice, to support others in expressing their own voices. And then there's so many other people so that in the, in, in the book uh, and in Miriam's secret, the, the focus was on bringing, bringing back to light this ancient feminine leadership and healing voice approach that is part of my lineage. I'm a, I'm a direct descendant. I'm a member of Levite tribe on both my mom and my dad's side. Okay. So uh, and you, you mentioned Mira, Miriam. So can you tell my listeners who is Miriam and, and how you did actually get connected to her? Well, I, you know, as I say, it's my lineage. So it's always been there. And Miriam is, she's, feminine archetype, you know, ancient feminine leadership archetype. And um, it's because of her that Moses was born. And isn't it interesting? I mean, over the years, you know, whether it be a radio show, whether it be a presentation, whether it be a conference, whatever, I had asked the question, how many people, you know, who's heard of Miriam? you know, maybe 5%, 10% of the audience, doesn't matter how many people, 10,000, 10,000, doesn't matter. How many have heard of Moses? You know, if you're in the Western world, 90% right. have heard of Moses. And isn't that interesting? Because she's the one who prophesied his birth. Hmm. Now, in our modern times, we're living in a cognitive worldview cognitive masculine i don't mean man or woman you know do you know we're living very much in a dual you know and dual cognitive sequential thinking you know from intellect right wrong man woman clarity uh, right Mm -hmm. yeah clarity confusion you know the, the opposites of things whereas for most of the time of human history we've lived according to a feminine worldview and uh, 
I think the power of Miriam and this ancient feminine leadership and ancient feminine archetype is that it's, it includes everything. There, you know, it's, it's holistic, it's organic. There's everything is included. So and, how has she helped you? Well, I don't, you know, that's such an interesting question because I don't really see Miriam as a she. Okay. I don't, you know, like the question is from a, uh, you know, like how so normal. I mean, why wouldn't we be asking questions like this? You know, particularly on, you know, in an interview, it's like the obvious normal thing that we do. But it's supposing personage. It's coming from that dual place. And um, where I connect to Miriam and where I'm guided from is another paradigm altogether. It's not from, I don't, Miriam isn't a person. I see. You know, I mean, there's, you know, there's stories of, of course, you know, and yes, we're people, we're in, you know, we're in human bodies and we're instruments. And, um, you know, it's like Christ. It's Christ, Christ, it's Christ's spirit. And then there was this, you know, personage of Jesus who embodied Christ's spirit. Mm-hmm. But it's not about the person. It's about, you know, the, it, it's the principle above the personality. So we essentially and, humanized Miriam, if you, if you said. Yeah, and you know what's so interesting about that is that her power, the power is that you don't see her. Mm. That's you know, and it was so beautiful what you were sharing at the at the beginning of, you know, it's the vibration that's the power. We see the person, we see the instrument, or let's say an ultrasound, right? Right. That's a use of that. That is a conscious use of sound, but we see the machine, right? But it's actually the sound waves. It's the vibration, you know, that's going through the the. Um, what, you know, the tissues and measuring by the hertz and then translating that back into pictures. Mm-hmm. Like light is more dense than sound, but it's the waves that are doing it. It's the vibration. It's not the machine. It's that the waves are being sent through the equipment, just like we are like radios, you know, and, and here we're on a radio, you know, on a radio. It's so wonderful. And there's so many wonderful radio stations and everything's being broadcast all at the same time. But it just, it, you know, requires us. Let's see what I'm 11. What is it? 1150. What's 1150 a.m. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. 1150. Those are Hertz. Mm-hmm. You know, we never, that's the, that, you know, if you take the old radios and you tune in, right. And it's the same thing with our own voices, with our own clarity that, you know, if you go to 1149.2, you're not going to get a clear reception. Right. Absolutely. So I have to ask and go back to Miriam, would you say that she's bringing us together? Is that the significance of Miriam in a world of polarity? Yeah. And you know, it's, well, so... These are these conscious people, radio, you radio listeners. What, what's coming to me is Miriam's name in Hebrew, right? Hebrew is a spiritual language and it's based on three letter roots. And the root for Miriam is Mem, Lesh, Mem. Two of the same letters, which the Mem represents from within it's like a it looks like a womb in fact if you you can see it in if you go to voicesofeden.com on the on the home page of the website is my first ted talk and in there i i go into this in depth and I, I, there's actually a slide i made of the mammoths it it looks like a womb and then there's something there's a little stick that comes from without 
So that's at the beginning and the end. It's cyclical. Mm. And then the resh, that represents the utterance. Now, speaking about it, it, it's harder to speak about. Like in speaking about this in Hebrew, it's a lot easier because there it, it's when you utter the sound, you're embodying it. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay, so, and then there's the Yud in her name, Miriam. All right, now if you go to any, I don't know, translation, you know, of a Bible or, you know, or an ancient text, they're usually translating her name into uh, from the bitter waters, from the bitter seas, because Yam, Yam, the two last letters mean ocean. Now, when I look at it, it's not when I look at it, when I connect from the inside out what I know of it, it's that name, the utterance is the point. <laughs> it's like from the inside out coming, you know, the from the womb space. And when you see that man, go look at that. It's really cool. It's like, it looks like a womb, yeah. like a hive. And then something is coming from the inside out. So it's from the inside out comes the utterance and forms the primordial, you know, all of creation and then goes back in. It's cyclical. It's not linear. The other thing that is amazing is that uh, if you take Resh Yud Mem, the, the so the root of her name is Mem Resh Mem, which means from the inside out, everything comes out and then goes back in, you know, from dust to dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But if you add the Yud, which is in her name, her name is Mem Resh Yud Mem. When you add the Yud, um, the Resh Yud Mem, if you use those three letters as the root, that means exalted or to bring up. Huh. But when, when there are translations, translations are cognitive and they look at mal yam. They look at the first two letters and the last two and, the, and mal is bitter. But I think that is so cool too because it's like the, um, the shadow side too. Right. Her power you know, that, that feminine power, it doesn't need to be seen. It knows its power. You know, it's like the ocean. Okay. We're each a wave, but we're all part of the ocean. You know, is the ocean saying, okay, waves, you know, I'm going to make you break. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I like where you're going with this, but I'm going to have to interrupt you. We're going to take a quick break, but everyone stay tuned for the Weekly Skinny up next and more love from the hip. On this Weekly Skinny, did you know our skin hears? That's right. We have mechanoreceptors in our skin cells, which are similar to the ones in our ears, that allows the skin to have the ability to contribute to hearing. And the fact that our skin is the largest organ only emphasizes how great the contribution really is. These findings came about after a study was conducted at the University of British Columbia by researcher Brian Gick, who discovered that certain sounds rely on actually being able to feel these sounds. The researchers focused on the sounds pa and ta because these sounds involve an audible burst of air or a puff. At the same time, they also concentrated on the unaspirated sounds like ba and da, Participants were blindfolded and divided into three groups of 22, with one group hearing the syllables while a puff of air was blown onto their hand, another group had air blown onto their neck, and the control group heard the sounds with no air at all. About 10% of the time, when air was puffed onto the skin, participants mistakenly perceived the unaspirated syllables as being their aspirated equivalents. So when the male voice said ba, such participants said they heard pa. Studies concluded that along with combining our senses of auditory and vision, we also innately combine auditory with our tactile senses. Moving forward, Glick and his team are looking to exploit the feel of sounds in devices of the hearing impaired, such as hearing aids, in hopes to create airflow-detecting sensors that would produce a synthetic puff to the side of the neck. 
They are also working on a similar concept for pilots to assist them in their loud working environments, since outside noise can also inhibit our ability to perceive sound. Just another clue that our skin is indeed always listening, and just another reason to watch what you say to yourself and your skin. Microneedling is a revolutionary treatment that can help reduce the appearance of acne scars, fine lines, pigmentation, wrinkles, even improve the appearance of stretch marks by stimulating collagen and elastin. Sakura Skin and Mind specializes in this procedure that jumpstarts your body's natural healing process. Sakura Skin and Mind believes in not only keeping the skin up to date with the latest trends in the skincare industry, but also keeping the skin beautiful, fast, pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just tuning in, I am having a lovely discussion with Eliana Gilad. Eliana is a motivational speaker, healing voice mentor, and founder of Voices of Eden Ancient Wisdom and Healing Music Institute. So, Eliana, can you tell us what does emerge triumphant mean? Oh, I love that. Well, you know how we were just speaking about uh, that womb space? Mm-hmm. Okay. And dear listener, you know, like contemplate for a moment what you're experiencing right now, you know, after these last few years and wherever you're, you know, where, whatever you're considering next, you know, perhaps there's, there's something inside of you, some kind of nudge or a voice that may not have words or you don't have words for it, but it's something that's prodding you on. And then how do you, how do you get your clarity there? You know, and and here's what I find is not triumphant, <laughs> trying to figure it out. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Can you relate? Having can all you, the answers. And you, Well, trying to figure it out, trying to get the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll try this, or you'll take this class, or you'll meditate this way, or you're, you know, you'll do this hurts or that hurts. But how's it working? You know, it actually creates more confusion because of the way that we're approaching it. What we think is right is actually the very thing that causes more confusion and causes more, um, more stress, more anxiety and, and self doubt. In fact, in, you know, when the book came out, I made, it was so, people responded so well. It made international bestseller in 24 hours. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, it's like, wow. All right. This is timely. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I made this workshop in celebration and it was so powerful to give an experience of this that I'm continuing it. So if anybody wants to go to the workshop, it's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it's emerged triumphant now. But what happened, like we cover that like in depth there. But what I could go in a little depth here, you know, in a radio interview with the time that we have is that emerging triumphant is not figuring it out. Because if you notice that, you know, you kind of end up beating your head against the wall. And, you know, when you continue doing that, it has diminishing returns. And you might think that there's something wrong with you. And there's not. Mm -hmm. There's not. It's just the habituation and the way that we've been educated to solve problems doesn't work anymore. Yes. So then what do you do? How do you emerge triumphant? Well, there's... You know, there's this this ancient feminine approach, you know, aligning with an ancient feminine archetype that's another paradigm altogether. And emerging triumphant is not conquering. It's actually <laughs> the opposite, surrendering. Mm-hmm. 
And the thing is, is that we're not, we're not, you know, we're not inculcated. We don't like, we don't like surrender. Right. And here's another thing is, you know, if you really want to thrive through uncertainty and emerge triumphant, I've found over, you know, over these 30 years and living through those wars, it's, it's actually the what, what I don't do rather than what I do, what I don't think rather than what I think. That's interesting. Yeah. And so, but you were saying like trying to figure it out also creates this frequency of resistance, right? Yeah. And also, yeah. And, and yeah, what we align with, you know, law of attraction, what you, and here's the thing with your voice. So we think our voice is what, here we are in a radio station and we're hearing, you know, sound waves, sound clips. You're asking a question. I'm, you know, I'm responding, but that's the after effect. The, what a tragedy you asked before, is it Miriam who brought us together? Well, yeah, look at this radio show and you guys are really smart that you're listening to this because this is a radio show that's on another, that has a higher frequency, mm-hmm. right? Yes. This is not going to attract, and it attracts a certain type of listener. Everything attracts a certain type of whatever, dependent upon what that frequency is so that... um what comes out of your mouth is actually the after effect of how you played your instrument. So it's not what you do. It's how are you connecting? Hmm. And 99.9999999999999% of the time, we're not even listening to our voices. We're reacting to our monkey mind, you know, to, to things pro- programmed in, and I'm not judging that, you know, we're in an ego, you know, we've got egos, we're in bodies, we're human yeah. beings, all right, we all, we all have that life in, life out, you know, no matter, there's no belief system here, either, that's just how it is, until you learn to connect where your power truly is, and stop reacting, hmm to those voices. And then you end up gaining control over your voice instead of it controlling you. And you had mentioned earlier about the power of the silence of sound. Can you elaborate more? Yeah, well, that I mean, that's exactly it. Well, how do you do it? It's you connect to the source of the sound, which is behind the sound. You know, in that workshop also, it's like, how do you activate your own leadership? You know, your, your answers are inside. It's like you could get the answer to any question 24-7. You, don't, you know, it's like more reliable than Google. You know, you don't even, you know, don't even need, don't even need a, a, a Wi-Fi connection, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And you activate your self-leadership and you step into your power with confidence when you dare to connect to where the power is, you know, that, and if you're in that workshop, that's what that workshop is for. If anybody is, you know, if you like, that's how you get your clarity, especially when life isn't going your way. Why isn't life going my way? Because it's going, because I think A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, every human being is different (laughs) and it's not going a, B, C, D, E, F, G. <laughs> and, talk about, and talk about a collective example, right? Exactly. Going through the pandemic. Exactly. Things exactly. were not going everyone's way. No, and, and everything's falling apart. Well, you know, it's either horrible or it's wonderful. That's both duality. Yet there's a whole other paradigm. And that's where this approach really comes in. It's, it's the place of the gap that provides you a means to connect like a container to connect to your higher mind, you know, to the source of your power, to the, you know, in the silence behind the sound and then connect to your clarity. And then it's like a bridge that then connects to your outer expression Mm. versus, you know, and in ancient times, 
leader. I mean, this is how we lived. You know, leaders, they would, you also spoke beautifully about, you know, the temples and Stonehenge. These places were made for and by sound. Right. And people would retreat regularly to the temples to avail themselves of special frequencies that would bypass the intellect and connect them to, you know, to their higher, higher mind or, you know, to, to that other paradigm. And in that place, the kaka would come up, monkey mind would come up and, and they, they like rejoiced in that because they knew, you know, and then the, the prophetesses like Miriam, and it wouldn't have just been Miriam. It's like that we see in the ancient temples in Egypt and in Israel. You see, they're cadre. They're like they were leaders. They were wealthy landowners. The leaders turned to them, for they held the whole power of the cosmos in their hands. Mm-hmm. And you know, leaders they would avail themselves. They didn't say, me leader, you follower. No, you know, it's mm-hmm. like they went to, to. I'm using the word healer, but it's not really the word because healer connotes there's something wrong and you have to fix something. And that is anything but what this is. It's coming from a place of knowing the connection of all validating it. Yeah. Yeah. And and operating from that place. Right. Exactly. Well, with that, we're going to take another quick break, but everyone stick around for more love from the hip. The passing of our loved ones always proves to be very challenging, but can be met with ease when working with someone who can hold space, compassion, and especially someone who works across the veil. Allow Sakura Sutter, multidimensional channeler and intuitive medium to be your spiritual guide with the other side. No matter if you choose to communicate with your transitioned loved ones to help you with the grieving process, or connect with spiritual, galactic, and other light beings to explore and dive in more on your spiritual path, Sakura can assist you. Not only does Sakura channel insightful messages, but she also incorporates her metaphysical tools to help you move through blocks and unprocessed emotions and feelings, providing you with a closure, relief, and new mindset to move forward. So don't hesitate to take your first step towards healing so you can start living your life once again. Remote sessions available. Contact Sakura at sakurasutter.com. That's S-A-K-U-R-A-S-U-T-T-E-R.com. I want to take a minute and invite you on over to the Love Shack. It's a little old place where we get to get together, explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations and uncover the mysteries that nobody talks about, but absolutely influences our relationships. And we're Tom and Stacey Bartley. We are the hosts of Love Shack Live, which airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST, 1150 KKNWAM. Yeah, come on over and join us. We look forward to connecting with you soon. Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep, sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains, and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain, and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Learn more. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A Skin and Mind.com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had. The veil is a line between physical and non-physical realities, between spirit and matter. Listen in to Go Beyond the Veil every second Wednesday of each month from 2 to 3 p.m. In this jam-packed radio hour, hosts Sakura Sutter and Rory Reich interview folks who make a living crossing the veil and assisting others on their journey of healing and self-discovery. They will ask the hard questions to not only reveal more truths and clarity, but also to make spiritual sense. They hope by offering this resource where science meets spirituality that you too can finally put your skepticism to rest once and for all. So join them as they go beyond the veil. Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. If you are just joining us, I have Eliana Gilad on my show today. So Eliana, I want to ask you, do you think it was by divine design that you started 
with doing voiceovers? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, you know, having grown up where, uh, uh, you know, having soap put down my mouth for speaking my truth and, you know, it's like, you know, those, those early woundings can become your greatest gifts. It's like, no, I like, it's so clear to me that it's so clear to me the importance of voice. <laughs> and and what do you do as a healing voice mentor? I help other powerful people to connect to the source of their authentic voice and connect that to their outer expression so that, you know, to find the confidence, first connect to the source of it and then develop the courage to trust what they're hearing because so many people, they'll connect, they know, but then then they don't trust. This is the biggest question I've gotten for 30 (laughs) years. How do I know if that's really my true voice? How do I know? Can I trust it? And so, you know, my, my job is to help others trust what they're hearing and develop the courage to act upon that. Because when we act upon that, then that develops the third um, C, the confidence, you know, to, to fully express ourselves. That's why we're here. There are no two voices alike. Mm-hmm. And is that part of your healing voice system? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. so, and so tell me more about what goes on at the healing, your healing institute. Well, we, um, if you want to experience it, it's like harder to speak about because <laughs> it's experiential. Right. Please, you know, avail yourself of, of, the, of the free class because that's, that's why it's there to answer that question and to give people this experience of connecting to themselves. Um. Because again, I could talk till the cows, come home, but it's still not going to be it, you know. And it's it's not about me. It's about you know, it's about you connecting to your power and finding your answers that are inside of you. You know, you're the leader, and and so all of our courses. I mean, there's a um, we have the Emerge, Triumph, and Thrive Through Uncertainty course, and and uh, then we have a certification program in therapeutic singing. But it all like they're not just courses. It all revolves around first connecting to yourself because otherwise it's just, just going to be the usual cognitive learning, and that's not what this is. Mm. And so essentially you're helping people to find their inner Miriam, if you will. Oh, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> to find confidence and clarity by connecting to their self-expression, and, you know, by, yes, connecting to that feminine archetype. Yeah, that's you know, lovely. And, you know, and to also, I, that's like a main thing in, in this uh, free class and also to discover a way to reveal the blocks that are there that are unconscious and how to move out of the way, you know, out of your mind and into your heart, Mm. you know, that then allows you to, you know, then I teach practices around what I just spoke of before to help you go beyond anxiety and to reconnect to your inner feminine guidance in such a way that you know you know because <laughs> you're it. Nobody else, nobody else can do it for you. There's no question. And, yeah, and when you do that, then you unleash your authentic voice by connecting to its true source. And then that activates your self-leadership. And by doing that, you're stepping into your power with confidence. Love it. Now, having lived through three wars... What, what is your message for those living in one right now? Mm. Uh, well, I'll answer that with a story. <laughs> so the bombs are dropping. Uh, I, like before the, the Katyusha is the name of the bombs in the Middle East. So 90 seconds before there's a siren to give you 90 seconds to get to a safe space, to a bomb shelter or 
a safe space. If you're in an old house, it's in a place where there are no windows. So I'm sitting in the little hallway on the way to the bathroom, waiting for the bomb to explode. And I'm hearing inside, God, how come we just can't all, you know, why can't we all live in peace? And it's kind of, you know, I'm waiting for the bomb to drop, wondering if I'm going to, you know, get out alive. But my mind is saying, how come, like, <laughs> if they just stopped dropping the bomb, all would be fine. That's, you know, that was the main idea. And and here during this siren, the voice answers back, well, Eliana, how naive of you. How well are you able to live in peace in this war? Because you cannot have one without the other. They're flip sides of the same coin. And that just talk about silenced me. It's like, whoa. Very profound. You know, and in the first war, I was, I was actually uh, presenting at a health conference and, and uh, the intifada, the Midis crisis happened and the road was shut down. So we, we couldn't get out. You know, we were in lockdown in, in a forest for two days and two nights. And ironically, this forest is at the biblical site of Armageddon. I'll just finish by saying that when I finally got out I, and heard the news, I realized that if I react I'm contributing to the problem and that the answer is me keeping the focus on myself. Like Gandhi said, let it begin with me. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing that. And thanks for being here today. And how can my listeners learn more about you and your workshops? Well, you could go to Emerge Triumphant Now if you'd like to go to that free workshop. The website is voicesofeden.com. The book is at voicesofeden.com forward slash book. Wonderful. On that book site is an amazing little book trailer that has footage and music from uh, one of these ancient sites on the Mediterranean shore. It's really quite amazing. Lovely. Thank you so much for being here today. And thank you for sharing your lovely music, your activation. Thank you. Thank you to Eric, my amazing producer, you the listener, KKNW, KBKW, and Cape Town Zone Radio. You can find me at sakurasutter.com. Is there a topic you're interested in me bringing on the air? Message me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com. And tune in next Wednesday for another episode of Love from the Hip presents Go Beyond the Veil. Stay kind out there, stay true to you, and don't forget, make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya.